0: Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day El Pasoans and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Deliris Montañez Barrios, commonly known as DMB with a B, like Bravo. And in today's episode, we will be discussing a few interesting topics. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest and real by expressing my own views and opinions, nobody else's but my own. Not the Democratic Party, not the Republican Party, but my own views and opinions. So let's get started. So I was asked by one of our constituents if I actually write everything that I'm going to say on my podcast and I can tell you no. So um, the initial part, most of the time, you know, it's uh, the intro and then I just do bullets and I expand on whatever thought is coming out at the pres- you know at, at that time. So no, I do not write every single thing that I'm gonna say. I never had to. I don't think that as a, that's a good way to lead anything. I think that people actually lose respect whenever you do that. Most of the times whenever you write something or you read something that is written, it's not actually written by you, but by somebody in your staff or some legal advisor that tells you what to say and not to say. And nobody's going to tell me what to say or not to say. I'm going to say exactly what it is and how it is. And if people live there like it or they don't. So let's get started. So the first thing that I wanted to remind you guys that uh, special elections voting day, the voting date is actually is coming Saturday, May the 6th, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on any voting center. You can go to our website, www.dmbf o r to get a sample ballot, either in English or Spanish, and know the exact location for the voting centers, okay? There is a lot of prepositions on that uh, ballot, and if you don't go prepare and at least read them before time, you're going to spend a little bit of time in front of that machine, and you're going to get desperate. Something else that I wanted to let you guys know, because I experienced it later, I mean, yesterday, whenever I went voting, and I actually have a couple of my friends that experienced it, it too. So, whenever you actually read the uh, the preposition and you actually mark the preposition, make sure that what you're your desired answer was is the one that was highlighted okay so I give you an example sometimes I will vote against a preposition and for some reason the in favor actually got highlighted, highlighted and I actually have to go back and punch it again also make sure whenever you get the printout the answers are the Um, the answers that you actually did on the computer okay I expect to see a lot of issues with these uh, uh, ballots on this special election and it's a really really bad way to start or continue what uh, the county you know have been doing for a couple of years now okay so just make sure that whenever you select an answer it is the the answer that is highlighted is the answer that you chose. And whenever you print out the ballot, make sure that the answers that you selected are actually the answers on that printout, okay? If you have any problem, that's the reason because they have a judge for the Democratic Party and they have a judge for the Republican Party at the voting center, okay? So do your duly diligence and do that part, please. Okay, so I am not going to tell the voters how to vote, okay? I am very disappointed that the Democratic Party telling the voters to vote in favor of Preposition K and having the Republican Party tell the voters to vote no on Preposition K, okay? The the political party's responsibility is to get the voters out to vote educating the voters so they can make their own decisions on how they want to vote, okay? So I am not going to be knocking at your house telling you to vote no on certain proposition. I only tell you how I voted or how I didn't vote it and why, and I would like you make your own choice, okay? Because that is our responsibility. The third subject that I wanted to touch on was the migrants, okay? Look, the United States is the melting pot, meaning everybody wants to come to the United States because it's the land of the free, okay? Veterans have fought many wars for everybody to have their freedom. So our country is actually made of a lot of migrants from other countries. Now, I am against illegal immigration immigrants need to go through a port of entry and knock at the door, present their documents for them to be allowed to enter into the United States either legal, right? Meaning they're approved to come in or for them to go through the process, okay? I have been saying that over and over and over. I sound like like a disco rayado. Como dicen in Puerto Rico. The next subject I wanted to touch on, you know, we have a serious problem in our community, okay? And what I see is a lot of liberal agendas popping up by a lot of our youth. And the problem with our youth is that they are not being educated, i.e. by their parents or by their teachers in school, okay? uh you see all these migrants coming from central america cuba venezuela south america you know even mexico What do you think that they're trying to leave their country right they're trying to leave their country because they are tired of the abuse and they are tired of the uh the communist and socialism in their country and i i i cannot believe that that's what our youth is pushing to. You know, we have a couple of uh, organizations in our own community that is trying for our youth to be pushing this liberal agenda and ideas. And what we're doing is destroying our country and our local community. You know, Latinos, Hispanics are finally waking up. And I truly believe that there's conservatism in our community, okay? People can tell me all they want. You know, El Paso is a democratic town, you know, no. America is a republic based on democratic values, okay? That's what America is. And I will do everything in my power everything in my power with all I get to reach out to our Hispanic community and educate them the best I can with the little resources and tools that I have. So whenever 2024 comes, they actually can go to the voting center, educate it, and make a sound decision, okay? We humans are not robots. We are not rats. Meaning we have a brain. Let's start using it. Okay, You know, people say that this crisis at the border started in 2020, January 2020, with our current president, Joe Biden. And I can tell you that is not true. The crisis was there whenever President Trump was there. The crisis was there whenever President Obama was there. The only reason because it is more noticeable now is because the Democrats. The Democratic uh, uh, Party, you know, uh, wants everybody to come in without knocking at the door and entering illegally. Hey, I get it. I spoke on behalf of the migrants back in 2019 because the facilities were filthy and they were not getting the proper care. They were not being treated with dignity and respect like they should. So. I am not against migrants at all. I do believe in human rights, but at the same time, we have a lot of veterans and a lot of homeless individuals, you know, dying on the streets because they don't have nothing to eat and here we are giving thousands, thousands, if not close to millions of dollars to assist individuals that most of the times do not qualify to enter or be in the United States. You know, whenever Title 42 ends, you guys are going to remember this conversation, okay? And I truly, truly hope that the federal government, Congress sits down at a table and they hash this down and may they, they can get into bipartisan agreements and generate an immigration reform because that's exactly what we need at the present time. It is time for them to be wasting their time fighting against each other, you know, and go in that chamber and do the job for the constituents. Okay? Now, you know, people say, you know, the border is not a border issue anymore. Well, I can tell you. I spent 21 years as a customs agent specifically working on the border, okay? And I can tell you, back then, it used to be a border issue. But because the negligence and their their their, their, their addiction of duty from our own congressional representatives on both sides of the house, it has become a nation's issue versus a border issue, okay? So stop blaming the migrants. You guys need to start to start putting the blame where it belongs and that is representatives at the House and the Senate on both sides. You know, I laugh at, the, at some, not all, but some of the individuals that are at the Armed Services Committee. Okay? Because the Armed Services Committee is supposed to be the voice for the veterans, and not just the veterans, also the service members that are serving at the present time. And all I see from that committee, okay, especially the ones that, are, that serve on the Democratic Party, uh, is actually lip service. And it makes my stomach hurts, okay, it makes my brain hurts, it makes my blood, my blood burn because America needs to start waking up. They need to start holding these elected officials accountable. I care less if they're your friends, if they're your cousin, if they're your daughter, they're your mama. You guys need to start speaking up for our constituents. That's the reason because they were elected, okay? You know, something else that, I mean, I'm sorry, but I had to laugh at this one, okay? So, and I say this, and it's nothing about attacking our Congresswoman, Veronica Escobar, but please get your own airplane, okay? So now she wants to do, she wants to introduce the bill to make nonstop flights from El Paso to Washington, D.C., okay? So now individuals that go to Washington, D.C. cannot make two stops like everybody else or one stop like everybody else. It has to be a... And non-stop. Just because you are elected official, if you don't want to wait on an air, on a on a airport, get your own damn plane, plain and simple. You know, number ten. You know, the airport and half of Fairless falls under the jurisdiction of Representative Tony Gonzalez, and that happened because of the redistricting. I just wish that Tony Gonzalez focus on his area and Ms. Escobar focus on her area and focus on the side of the map that belongs to each of them and take responsibility for their actions. Let's talk a little bit about municipal IDs because that's the subject that's the, that's one of the items that's, that's gonna come or actually came on the on the committee or the council committee this morning. So um, I am all for municipal IDs in the sense of ID, IDing an individual, okay? Because we have a lot of migrants coming illegally into the United States. And as a former law enforcement officer, number one is going to not tie it up, officers and dispatchers trying to find out who an individual that the police or the sheriff have on a stop sign, on a stop, okay? But I do not agree on using the municipal ID to be able to vote on our elections, okay? That is a slap on the face to every single service member and every single veteran that have fought for this country. Voting is a right, it is not a benefit. So again, I am okay with municipal IDs as long as it's to ID an individual for the safety of the officer that's, you know, on that stop, that's just an example. Or maybe the individual is in a car wreck and the individual needs to be ID but I do not agree on municipal IDs to be used as a form of identification to be able to vote on our elections. Let's talk about school shootings. You know, these school shootings are not gonna stop. Sadly, they are not gonna stop. They're going to continue because we are treating our communities like it's the Wild Wild West, okay? I am all for the Second Amendment, okay? if if pedrito that's 18 years old wants to carry a gun as long as he has a permit has the license and take the training and that weapon is registered i have no problem with pedrito having a gun okay but we cannot allow every single individual to have a weapon without the proper training the proper credentials because we're making the job harder on our law enforcement officers and we're actually putting their life at risk, just like we're putting our kids at risk in schools. May 31st is the end of the Texas legislation, meaning it's the last day that the representatives on both sides of the house are meeting in Austin to be able to pass bills, okay? And the Workplace Abuse is an organization out of Massachusetts that I have testified before regarding Workplace Psychological Safety Act. We were able to get Senator Blanco, Cesar Blanco, to pass or actually introduce the bill. in this some amendment, but the bill is Senate Bill 2253. The Lieutenant Governor, Dan Patrick, who I met personally, a couple of months ago, assign the bill to the committee. Now we need the committee to have a hearing on that bill for the committee members, board members, have an opportunity to vote yay or nay on the bill for then the bill to go to the House for a vote and then the Senate for a vote, okay? So please, please, please go to our Facebook and our Twitter accounts because I I put that bill there, all the information and who do you need to talk to. But you know, if you guys want to call our El Paso, Texas legislators. You know, uh, if you call Senator Blanco's office and let him know about the bill and have him to push it through the committee to have a hearing that will help individuals that are grasping for air tremendously. And you can actually save somebody's life. You know, yesterday I got a, you know, I do a lot of, uh, of bill supports on the Internet. Right. Meaning uh, I send letters to either uh, the, the House or the Senate for bills to pass or to be considered by the committee or, you know, on the floor. So yesterday I received a letter from Congresswoman Escobar. I, 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 I swear to God, I think that I have like 50. 50, probably like 50 letters. The letters don't mean anything because none of those bills have gone anywhere, okay? What I, wa- I would like for her to do is to actually introduce Bill and make sure that the Bill goes through the process so they can become law. That's what I want her to do. That's what an elected official does. You know, let's talk a little bit about Mr. Jaime Sparza because I am, if I say the word upset, I think that I, that is an understatement, okay? So Jaime Sparsa, you know, because he is, he is the Western District USA for, uh, you know, for the federal government, you know, and he used to be the D.A. for the El Paso County, okay. Crazy enough, he has no clue, zero, zip, nada, nothing on the violations that local federal agencies, you know, especially Customs and Border Protection engaged in for the last couple of years. So, so he sends a response that, I mean, I, I had to laugh. I'm sorry. I had to laugh. But, you know, he didn't even wrote the letter. His legal counsel wrote the letter. Okay. And more likely, not even his legal counsel, probably somebody, you know, sent him the information. And then that's what they sent to the judge in El Paso. You know, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with all my cases that are actually in federal court. All those cases, more likely, they're going to have to go to another district if not to another state, because the conflicts of interest that are, that's involved in those cases is bizarre. Okay? Let me tell you about how the judicial system works. You know, a little bit of what I have learned, okay, especially on the federal government. So on the federal government, you know, if you want to actually file a lawsuit against a federal agency, you know, you actually have to pay $402, okay? To begin with, $402. And that's only if you're doing per se. Per se means you're representing yourself. You see, I'm representing myself because no attorney in the El Paso area has the guts, okay, let's put it this way, has the guts to go against Congresswoman Escobar just because she is the elected official and because she used to be the, 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 uh, the judge at the El Paso County level and then she was the commissioner for District 4, I guess. You know, I have been living in El Paso for like around 23 years. I had no clue who Veronica Escobar was. In 2018, I went to the ballot, she has a female name, she has a Latina name, and I voted for her. And I tell you, that's the, the worst regret in my life. Okay, because I personally know that. Now, She decides to nominate a district attorney that was voted out. He was voted out by the constituents in El Paso. And he is the federal individual at the Western District. Let me see, hmm, so are we covering crimes here? Because that's what I see. You see, they have a major issue, you see. They cannot take the fact that I used to be a law enforcement officer, honorable law enforcement officer for 26 years. They cannot take the fact that I was a 29-year, 29 29-year 29 field guard officer, joint logistician, multinational in the United States Army, okay? I have been scrutinized to the point that you won't even believe, okay? And I tell you, if I have to request our federal government and I have to go all the way to Congress and request for my cases to go to another jurisdiction to include taking them to another state, that is exactly what I am going to do. You know, I always tell you guys about Private Research Holiday, you know, and I have a lot of emotions. I'm between pissed, angry, Hurt, sad, in pain. You know, the Criminal Investigator Division from Quantico, Virginia, okay, is expecting the family to solve Private Richard Holliday's disappearance, who allegedly, okay, allegedly was murdered on July 23, 2020. I just want you to I just want you guys to think about this for a minute. Let's say that you have a son or a daughter that is 20 years old and they go missing and you go to the police department and you go to the sheriff's office and you go to the FBI and you go to all these local agencies and federal agencies trying to get answers on your son or daughter that apparently have been missing, but you have a lead telling you that your son or your daughter is not missing. And it passed three years for them to tell you that, oh, by the way, we had knowledge that your son or your daughter was missing three years ago, but we cover it up to protect the brand. How will you feel about that? Will you trust our government again? You see, I am not against the government. I am not a traitor, okay? I am trying for our government to be better because we have a lot, we have a lot of law enforcement officers that are very righteous. You know, we have attorneys and we have judges that want to do the right thing. But the problem is that they answer to somebody that is a bad apple, and we need to correct that. You know? Anyway, I'm going to get a glass of water so I can cool off because what's happening in our community and what's happening in our country is nonsense, okay? It is nonsense, so you can follow me on DMBFR Facebook page, group, and Twitter every single day as I am heavily involved with the legislation process both at the state and federal levels and frequently I share my thoughts and opinion on specific subjects that affect all of us, not just me, but all of us as our community, okay? I invite you listeners to join me on our monthly java chat which is actually going to happen next Monday the 10th May the 10th at 7 o'clock and it's going to be on Facebook usually uh, I post it on my personal page but if you uh, go to the group or you go to the page I actually post the reply and you can watch it at a later time but it's actually my name Deliris Montagnes. So this is Delirious Montañas Barrios, your host with the DMV Podcast. Please like, share, and all of your social media outlets and with all of your email contacts. Subscribe, and I will see you all next Monday on our next exciting episode. What are we going to discuss next week? I have no idea. Let's see how the week ends and let's see how the weekend goes. So let me know if there's a specific, a specific subject you want me to touch on by sending me a message too www.dmb4elpaso.com or you can join for Facebook group or our page to get the latest updates, updates on the things that we are working on. So love our sun city. We have a beautiful sun city, but we have to work together to get it where it needs to be because it is, it is not near where it needs to be. I go and drive through downtown El Paso, and I swear to God, I feel like I am in Chicago, or like I'm in Houston, or like I am in San Francisco, or or somewhere in California, okay? So please, please, please get involved with our city decisions and do your part, okay? It doesn't take that long. Enjoy the rest of the week and live today like it is the last day of your life because Today is here and tomorrow is not promised. See you next Monday. This has been the DMB podcast with Deliris Montañas Berrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny. But most importantly, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast. El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News. The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.